following program is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language. It is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the five minute warning. Like, you know, you chose, you know, you came to the award show with the ancient one. Like, you know, that's who was sitting beside you. You knew that. And, 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 and he made a GI Jane joke. Like he, he, a GI Jane joke. Wait a minute, joke. man. The ancient one. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm just saying if if you know cuz cuz apparently she had the ability to not will out of his own body and make him go do some dumb shit on live TV I think he's probably really pissed that he lost to, of all schools, he started his career and ended his career with the same loss. I mean, that's true. And of course, we got our number one Duke fan in the house. What's up, AT, y'all? what's going on, bro? Not a whole lot, man. Just got, I'm sorry, Blake. I just was into the uh, South Carolina con- nah, uh, Connecticut man. game. Yo, it's a lot of stuff going on today. You know, you have that, and then you have WrestleMania um, going on as well. And then whatever else is on TV because it's Sunday <laughs> It's Sunday night so other than those two things I don't really know what else is on TV um, so yeah man how you feeling bro I mean I know you not like super like oh my god I need to send out the suicide unit for you no no actually I'm, I'm still excited because um, you know ACC is still in this I don't see them winning because Kansas is like wow but Kansas is a beast yes, yes. but uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about North Carolina I'm, I'm rooting for them Ooh, that's interesting. Why? You know, I mean, because most Duke fans would be like, man, I hope Candace whooped that ass. Mm, I mean, I would be lying if I didn't say a little part of me. But basically, I mean, this has happened to me before. It's just like Duke loses and Carolina is still, still playing. I'm a Carolina fan until they lose. I mean, because at the end of the day, I'm still an ACC guy. You're a rare breed, man. Yeah, you are. You're special. I can't believe that, man. Nah, Not man. Mo- mo- most Duke fans or UNC fans like would rather see the other university burn <laughs> than than to root for them. Burn. <laughs> I would like, agree with that. That's heavy, man. I mean, I mean, like I said, man. Like, I don't have any ill will. Number one, I don't have any ill will towards North Carolina. I think they're a great program. They have been for decades. Uh, I still feel like. I'm a I'm a ride for the ACC till I'm not here anymore, and, and so, that's why and that's why you're a rare breed, bro. Because like, nah, no Duke fan that I know, other than yourself, would be like, you know what? I hope North Carolina brings it home for the ACC. They'd be like, yo, f North Carolina, f them Tar Heels. I hope <laughs> Kansas beat them by eighty. Eighty. Oh man, or some crazy ass number that ain't real, but they just want them to get the ass whooping of a century. You know, like, yeah, honestly, the, pe- the people I was at the bar with last night, um, 
Yeah, there were Duke fans and there were UNC fans, and they weren't about to root for the other one just because it's ACC. Oh, hell no. Nah, and even worse, you know, some might even, man, they'd probably be like, yo, I hope that bus break down that way back on. Man, like, they, they lost they, they and they got a like breakdown? Bro, I mean. <laughs> well, like I said, for me, I want to see Carolina. Well, there are some weaknesses I hope they correct between now and tomorrow. I hope Baycott get his ankle worked on so he's somewhat effective. But I'm rooting for Carolina, man. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I don't know nothing about Kansas. I mean, that's cool. So you know, it's all good. Hey, man, and there's nothing wrong for you reading for the second place. You know, like I'm not a Kansas fan. I just know what Kansas got. Yeah, I saw it last night. And if if Baco hurt, it's they're in trouble. Yeah, I don't even think it's about that. I just think UNC spent so much energy and so much concern. Word. I'm like, I figured whoever won last night was going to lose in the national championship. Well, we talked just about that it's last just, week. It's just, it's just too much energy to spend on, in a game and then come back two days later and be like, all right, let's play for the national championship. That was their national championship last night. Oh, yeah. I mean, and the messed up part about it is, I would say that they they even like, ha, ah, what's, they, they did it. It was nicer because they did it twice. Yeah. Like they smacked Cocaine at home and then they literally smacked him at the at the the probably let's be real at that point in time in the final four coach k wanted a championship and you know he's he smacked him they smacked him they didn't beat him bad but they did enough where it was embarrassing and when it's all said and done duke did it to themselves we don't hit free throws and at the end of the game you're gonna lose that's just what it is you know duke duke did hit their free throws and north carolina did and then they couldn't stop that love kid who decided that in the tournament he wants to show off. So, but you know, shout out to Kansas who handled Villanova like I thought they would. Um, I perceived them to, to win a national championship, but I could be wrong. It won't be the first time, and it damn sure won't be the last. What about you, Moby? What do you think? You think you think Kansas is taking it? I mean, like I said, I figured whoever won last night was going to lose to Kansas. Okay. And and AG, you, you still rolling with UNC? Yeah, but I'm not stupid. Kansas is amazing. <laughs> I saw him last night because I told uh, Lauren and I were, I don't know where we were, but anyway, I was telling her I was like, this Villanova is the Villanova of 1985. They had a game plan. They needed to score. I mean, I'm being facetious right now, but they needed to, they needed to score 20 points, and they knew if they did, they would beat Georgetown. It's the same. It's the same tactic. And I told her if if Kansas can score more than twenty or more than fifty points, they're going to get smacked. They won't be able to keep up. Kansas Kansas can score and defend. Where the only thing Villanova does extremely well is defend. So if you can get over their defense and score points, they don't got nothing for you. And it, it played out last night. It was always a what did they say on ESPN this morning. It was it was always a tight twelve point lead. And so there was drama I mean, yeah, there. That, that, that is what they said, and that was like a really good analogy. It was That's because the game was, hell. the game was tense the entire time, but it was always between a 7 to 12-point lead. It was never really a game. So it is what it is, man. Villanova couldn't be Villanova against Kansas, and that, and that there showed me that they were going to win. The other thing that showed me that they were going to win, before UNC won last night, I told Lauren this too. Or actually, after we were on our way to church this morning, I told her, I was like, if Williams only played, Mark Williams only played 20, 23 minutes 
and North Carolina should have shellacked us, and they didn't. While he was out of the game, they should have beat the tar out of us, but they, they never did. In fact, we were leading in some of that time. They never really walked away from us the way they should have. And that and today, now that they won and they're going to see Kansas, I'm afraid for them because it's like, number one, the emotion that you spent last night is going to hurt you if you can't get up emotionally on Monday. The second thing is, if arguably the most dominant player is sitting on a bench for more than half the game or almost half the game, and you can't beat them by 20, there's a problem. And they need to square it away. And if they don't, it's going to be bad. And that's not sour grapes. That's just facts. So I'm just letting you know. Kansas I mean, I think, I, I think the reality of it is, and people don't like, uh, UNC fans won't like hearing it, the problem with UNC is they don't have an abundance of talent. They're really outplaying themselves right now, to be honest. So they're about to run into a team that has a lot of talent, and they better hope Kansas is off. Well, I, I would say the only the only person that I feel like can give them any type of thought process on how to play Kansas is probably Brady Manick because he used to play for Oklahoma last year. So he knows about Kansas. And I mean, they'll do whatever. But I, I think the situation is going to be, he was off on yesterday. He didn't score until the second half. Yeah, he didn't. They shut him down very well. And, you know, he leads the NCAA tournament in scoring average. So it was like, or at least he did. He might not anymore. But he did, which was crazy, right? So I just feel like, I, I agree with the fact whereas North Carolina may have exhausted their mental and their emotional reservoirs playing Duke. But yo, man, if you can't get up for the national championship game, then what you doing? I like don't know, I don't know if that's just that simple. I mean, it, like, it ain't like about Moby's, getting up. It's just about how much energy you spend, man. And it's and it's how you view it. Like I said before, if you're looking at last night's game as a, as Duke is in our way, then I think you'll be okay. But if you expend all of your emotional energy looking at this game like we got to beat Duke, no. No. It's, and it's the same thing that I was afraid of in 1991 when Duke finally beat UNLV. Mm-hmm. It was like emotionally, you got to see UNLV as just an obstacle. That can't be the goal. And sometimes, you know, just human nature will, will put you in the wrong headspace. So again, like I said before, they better they get a, they better fix it presumably, uh, because it, it can be it can be a problem if you're not there emotionally. So yeah, well, one thing we do know, there's going to be a game yep. on Monday night for yes, the national championship, whether it be good or whether it be a blowout. There's going to be a game. So, um, yeah, Ag, how's your week, man? It's good. I mean, Mo B pretty much said it was. He just said it was a week and. I saw he he wouldn't go any deeper than that. Well, you know, it was good. I saw my dad. Oh, he, he came ma- down? He had an impromptu visit to the 757. What? I didn't find out until Wednesday. He texted me. Look, he texted me talking about call me. The last time he gave me a text that succinct, my mom was dead. Oh, she's... I'm like, my first text back was like, dude, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. And then he finally told me, because my dad's like funny like that. He don't like to tell you. He likes to surprise people. But, man, don't get to text me like that. It's all about call me. Was somebody dead? 
So, so he anyway, was just in town for. Yeah, he, he was like in and out. He came in. Lauren and I picked him up from the airport on Friday, and he's leaving tomorrow. So I got a chance to see my dad, man. It was pretty good. Ah, oh, how's how, how's he doing? He's doing good. I mean, he's living his best life, bro, for real. He just came to take out, do some business stuff, and roll out. No, actually, um, I think it was a mixture between because today was the first time we've been back in the building in our church, and that was kind of a big deal. And then he wanted to see some people and all that, so it kind of like condensed okay. all in one weekend to do all those things. So, you know, what man, I don't. But well, don't don't stuff. text me talking about call me. I'm tell- I literally, because I, I remember my mom was supposed to have a heart operation. I thought, you know, there was no indication that it was going to be bad. And then I was at work, and he's like, call me. And the first, my first thought was like, either she's in a coma or she's dead. Sure enough, she was dead. So when he does that, it's like, it triggers. It's a trigger, man. It's a trigger. I, I sure. hear you. I hear you, Yeah, man. you probably should tell him not to do that no more. Like, hey, um future reference <laughs> that that ain't that ain't the text to send that ain't the move that ain't the move i know either i thought like i said man, i thought my stepmom died or um my aunt died because she lives in arizona so i didn't know what it was but i was like man but anyway it was all good well good i I'd, I'd say you know tell him i say what's up but you know i guess if you see him i'll tell him i say what's up no i'll just text him because i don't i don't uh i'm not gonna well, see him anymore what we'll text him say what's up How you I will doing? let him know you said that ah man I remember all the the hard days man we play spades oh, yeah. against each other oh yeah talk all that junk wait a minute I he, thought y'all were partners sometimes nah or was really. he always partners with your mom he was always partners with mom okay which, okay. which means I had another another want to, to beat them you see you know, you know so uh, hey man yeah look I enjoyed I enjoyed hearing y'all play spades y'all talk much noise Hey, it's what it is, man, because when it's all said and done, look, when you're on the space table, it don't matter who you are when you're on the space table. It really does. Because <laughs> actually, I, mean, I, I heard little Lay say some stuff one time. I was like, oh, bro, my God, what does space bring out in y'all? If you, if you sit, play space, man. If you're sitting on the wrong side, <laughs> I mean, trash talking is trash talking. I mean, it's if like y'all ain't handle family that, no more, man. We not. For the time that we play in space, we ain't family. Ouch. That's what it is, bro. That's the great part. I don't, I don't, I don't get how how that card game invokes such visceral reactions out of pigmentation people. Because well, man, actually, it's not that. It's not just that. It's it's bid whist and dominoes also. Yeah, I don't do bid whist too much. I did learn how to play, but I can't do that. But spades, man, it's it's because honestly, I think a lot of it is because once you get mo- emotionally invested, it's like you in there. Because you real quick, it could be the highs of highs, lowest lows, lowest of lows. Especially if you run up Boston on somebody. Yeah, oh, you run up Boston on somebody. Like your respect is gone for the day. You might as well not come back to the table, because that's instant jokes. Oh, you come back, go back, go back to Boston. What's up? <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna say? Yeah, you can't, you can't say nothing. <laughs> you can't say spades Uh-oh. is for the week. Black Martisha Adams, spades ain't for the week. <laughs> You can't be my partner if you can't count focus and know how to talk ish. Oh man, most definitely. Uh, I mean, and that's a, that's the one thing, man. You can talk mad junk to older people, yeah, and not and not have to worry about it once you get up off the table. No, because it's not taken as disrespect; it's just part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah but if you right. but if you talking that joint, you lose. You got to hear about it. See, you, you, you see the recurring theme here. You can't be soft, like KB Aqua Twenty Five said. Yeah. 
And that's true. You just can't because, I mean, somebody's going to say, your mom will say some stuff to you that she would never say. Bro. Because I heard man. Shirley say some stuff sometimes. I'm like, dang, huh, Shirley's like that. <laughs> and that's why I like playing against mama because I could talk that junk and not have to worry about it later. Truth. I've seen, know, I've seen it's, it. I've it's seen no it. personal. It's huh? no It's no. It's no feelings later about it. You get you get your ass smacked. I mean, then you could just be up, get on up out of here. Yeah, I, that's I, t- in the face. Get up out. I mean, I it, wasn't even playing. Y'all heard my feelings just listening. I'm like, oh my god, I can't. Do and that. I mean, but a normal time, I'm never gonna tell my mama. All right, get up on out of here. <laughs> Why? What? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Like, nah, man. That's that's like when I was working. Um, at camp when I was younger and I was on staff and my mom was an adult volunteer leader. Okay. So I was so everybody knew she was my mom because I ain't had no issues like that. But like I'd be like, so what's going on, Shirley? Shirley. You know? Yeah, I say for I used to say my first name and then I realized I mean I can do that, but nah, what's up, mom? You know, cause I didn't have no issues with everybody knowing that's my mama. Because my mama was cool. Yeah, everybody else's mama. Mm. Yeah. Oh, dang. You tell people to get off your table. Not Damn. even her house. What? See? <laughs> but you See? already know. You already know. <laughs> you already know. That that You know what that means? That means she she be smacking people a lot. Yes. I bet, she, no I, bet she, I bet she's the type of person that when they when they got that last book, they'll, they'll put the uh, winning card on their head and their forehead and make it stick. Nah, man. You know what I like to do? When I got the last three, when I know I got the last three, I just put them on the table. All right, y'all can roll. Wow. That's cool. <laughs> y'all can roll. That's cool. And then everybody's like, what? Yeah. I won. You up. Next. <laughs> <laughs> That's the disrespectful shit right there. It really Will is. you win? Next. Who, who who the next sucker's getting on this table? See, that's how you get Chris rocked. <laughs> nah, not. Or Will respect, Smith baby, has a word. Ah, speaking of which, so let's go ahead and get into the question of the day. Wow, we're 20 minutes into this, so it's, it's going to be a little awesome. A little bit. So question of the day. You have a chance to either, and I will preface this by saying you will survive with no problem. So it's not like you're going to go die or nothing for the most part, but you can survive. You can either A, go into space, B, inspect the depths of the oceans, or C, inspect the Bermuda Triangle. Let me repeat that one more time. And if you listen, feel free to chime in on the board. A, you have a chance to either A, go into space, B, inspect the depths of the oceans, or C, inspect the Bermuda Triangle. AG, what would you do? Well, I'd rather go into space because me and water don't have a good relationship. <laughs> so that 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 eliminates two of them already. And the other thing about the Bermuda Triangle is, if I inspect it and I know I'm coming back, so I'm really involved in trying to figure out what's up, and I find some stuff, do I really want to know what's up in there? I mean, based on you know lore, some things and people have gone through there and not come back. They ain't dead, but you would survive. Never, huh, I understand it, but do I really want to know? You don't need to know everything, man. I mean, you know, sometimes you just got to keep it pushing. It's, it's all good. You don't need to know everything. All right. So, you know, I'm going to space. You're going to space where everybody else been. It's all, it's almost like, you know, 
Well, space I is mean, kinda old, man. Well, it's not the depths of the ocean. Like I said, me and water don't get along. Okay. And so, in being at the Bermuda Triangle is in the middle of the water. Just saying. Now, that whole what do we don't get along thing. Now, is that is that some some, some black stuff? Because you black? No, but it definitely fits in the in the in the stereotype for sure. <laughs> I promise you that. But no, it's gotcha. not a black thing. It's like I don't really know how to swim for real. And then I seen too many water movies with sharks and man eating things. I'm like, no, I'm good. Well, most water movies are horrible to watch. Anyway, yeah. so I get that. And then with the Bermuda Triangle, man, people just disappearing, man. I mean, just like like that. It's, it's this was and see the funny thing is this wasn't even over the Bermuda Bermuda Triangle. You remember that plane like ten years ago that just like disappeared? Yeah. I'm like, have they even found anything from that? I mean, I really don't even know. No, that is like manifest level stuff, man. I'm like, <laughs> how does the plane just freaking disappear, bro? Uh, I, I don't know, man. But you know. know what happened, though, right? Not really. Well, I'm just letting you know they ain't fine, Jack. Now, I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> but the first year, those people were just missing with for no reason. They was just gone. Okay. That's a problem, man. That's a problem. So, you know, I'm going to space. All right. The new frontier, Star Trek. <laughs> May the force be with you. All them things. Black Morticia Adams said, definitely the ocean. Kaviyako 25, ocean for me too. Trying to go find them dinosaurs down there. All right. Man, you you know everything, y'all. <laughs> Sorry, Mo B. Uh, we're on a question of the day. Um, so, would you, you have a chance to either, and of course, you survive with no problem. A, going to space. B, inspect the depths of the oceans, or C, go to the Bermuda, expected Bermuda Triangle. Which one would you rather do? I'm going to go to the ocean, man. Why? I mean, little known fact, man, I used to be, like, terrified of the ocean. So, then I went on this quest, like, early in childhood to, like, investigate the ocean. So, then, like, I actually wanted to be, like, a marine biologist, because, like, I conquered my fear by trying to learn about it. So I just think it'd be like dope to go to the deepest part of the ocean that we can't actually explore just to see what's down there. Because you know something down there. Okay. We already know that there are creatures that can, there are types of fish that can live down there. Like, I just want to know what's down there. So like the Bermuda Triangle thing, ah, whatever, I don't, I don't care. I, there's some mysteries I don't need to know. Space, I mean... Space sounds like some people with less pigmentation want to go explore that. Like, I want to know what's here. <laughs> <laughs> well, here is relative, man. What are you trying to call me? What are you trying to say about me, man? It's like the third sign has happened. What are you trying to say? I'm just saying, like, the people who really, really try to explore space, it seems like are people who are trying to get away from us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you ain't necessarily wrong. Oh, man. I, I can't say you're wrong on that. They so. gonna start redlining the Mars, man. Is that what that's all about? First of all, as soon as they figure out how to populate, how we can how we can live there, you damn right they gonna redline it. You know how hard <laughs> it's gonna be for a brother to get residence in Mars. <laughs> and that does feed into the Brosnan shot. That's, that's so funny he said that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> so of course, let's see. KB Yako said this triangle will be singing to a different place in the multiverse. Okay. Black Morticia Adams once again. Since we can't die, look for all the treasures in the ocean. LOL. So, 
She got a good point there, yeah, too. She really I mean, does. yeah. <laughs> so I'll be that guy. Yeah, I'm trying to go to Bermuda Triangle, man. Because you don't know what's there. And there might be some real dope ish there. Number one. Number or two, it might be some shit you just can never unsee. Well, I mean, you know what? Try to tell Long as I can't, long as I'm not going to die and stuff, I'll that, just have that, to They're take worse faced than death. Yep, I'll just have to take that. <laughs> Because I ain't trying to go into space because everybody trying to go into space. That's just too much for me. And I ain't trying to go into water because I don't do water. So to me, it's it's the Bermuda Triangle, probably because we don't know what's there. And because we don't know what's there, I want to know what's there. And that's just what it is. Well, apparently Moco Cowboy is in agreement, in agreement with me. Isn't the Bermuda Triangle a part of the ocean? Well, see, here's the thing, Moco Cowboy. But it you were really specific it, in the question by saying the depths of the ocean. Yes, yes, <laughs> the depths of the ocean. Like I want to, I want to, because you don't know. Even though you have to go through the water in the Bermuda Triangle, we think to get there, you don't know what's on the other side, bro. It could be a whole new land. It could be a whole new world. You know, it could be Disney in real life over there. You don't know that. So I'm trying to find out what's going on. You know, it could be the greatest rove, the greatest rave ever. I might be down with that. And of course, Kaviako says, nah, if you look at the map, there's a cutout where a triangle is supposed to be. No cap. So, hey, well, awesome. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Now let's get in a little crazy world. <laughs> and, you know, what's more crazier in this world <laughs> than, than, than black people slapping black people on national TV at an event that might not necessarily be for them? Everybody saw it. Will Smith got his sorry ass up out of his chair and slapped Chris Rock and then walked back like he was he was coming back from an explosion or something. Or if you me, if you saw Bad Boys 2, which everybody saw Bad Boys 2, when he was coming out the out the um elevator with that purple suit on, he was like flexing his suit and stuff like that. That's the same thing he did when he walked away from Chris Rock like he just did some shit. So Everybody know what happened. I'm going to start with AG. What's your thoughts, man? A questionable woman getting a man in trouble, having him doing some dumb mess, but that man made choices. It was a calculated move because there's no way in the world he's going to do that to somebody his size. And at the end of the day, it's a punk move, and it's going to cost him. It's going to cost him for a long time. I hope it was worth it. I hope your love for your wife, which I don't think loves you, was worth it. I mean, she got a she got a tight ball fade, but I'm I'm good with that. If you made your bet, because see, you was laughing at the joke until you weren't. You weren't laughing before the joke. You were laughing at the joke, and then you weren't. We all know as men, married men, especially, already know what's happened. You chose that. You chose to assault a dude in front of everybody. But really, see, I just want to say this again. The real reason why you slapped that man is because he's five foot five and 130 pounds soaking wet. Because I promise you, if that would have been Dave Chappelle or D. Ray Davis, it wouldn't have gone down just that way. So. I, I need to correct you on one thing, though. What's that? AG. It was not a ball fade. She had a one all over. I understand that. I'm just saying. Right, I'm just making sure because I want everybody to know out there there's a difference between a ball fade 
and they had a one all over. If she had a one all over, maybe a half all over, who knows? I'm just saying. Moby, what are your thoughts on it, sir? As you just slug some of your happy happy drink. Man, you taking it to the head. Must be good. Yeah, and, and all right. First of all, I'm glad that we were recording this or doing this kind of as it was happening last week. So we had a week to um, quote unquote decompress. Um, my views on what happened have not changed since the initial incident occurred. But um, my thoughts on it are I realize that there are people who have the right to their opinions. And there's a whole bunch of people who are really 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 trying to turn this into a will defending his woman thing and i've heard i've seen the post it's about time the black men defend black women and i i get that i would like to take a moment to disrespectfully disagree with y'all's dumbass opinions because that shit didn't have nothing to do with a black man defending his woman. That had everything to do with a black man being checked by his woman on live TV and him feeling like I got to do some shit so these people stop clowning me and my woman don't look at me like that again. Like you know you chose you know you came to the award show with the ancient one. Like, you know, that's who was sitting beside you. You knew that. And and and, and he made a G.I. Jane joke. Like, he... he a G.I. Jane joke. Wait a minute, joke. man. The H- <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, if, if you know... Because uh, apparently she had the ability to not will out of his own body and make him go do some dumb shit on live TV. So I'm, I'm assuming she, she's the ancient one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was a Hollywood move because you don't smack no man and then turn around and walk away unless you know that dude can't do shit back to you. That's the only reason you do it. Like he smacked the only black dude there that probably cares more about his image with white people than him and that's not a shade move that's not me saying anything disrespectful is chris rock has hosted this show like he knows he he his job is to be professional he ain't about to lose no favor amongst these people and you go slap the shit out of him because if you go slap a brother with nothing to lose or people who don't care that much about losing that set yeah man um it ain't gonna go down like that and yeah i mean look i made an ancient one joke because i just want to if you are a celebrity and a comedian is on stage and they're joking on you that's all it is it's a joke he didn't say hey will i see you showed up with your boyfriend or hey you showed up with that bald-headed bitch he ain't say nothing like that. Those are disrespectful things. Or if Will was like, if he, or Chris was like, hey, you know, any new male R&B singers, you know, put their dick in your wife lately? 
that's a disrespectful joke saying gi jane can't wait to see it if that's if if that is your line so your wife can emasculate you uh r&b singer can make a song and a music video supposedly about your wife and all those things are cool but a gi jane joke is what that's the shit you can't take fuck out of here man will smith is forever a bitch to me and that's that makes me mad because i liked will i like him as a rapper an actor i've always been a fan of how he's carried himself and all it took was this dude choosing the wrong woman to be the downfall of his image and i mean that's just where it is i can't wait to hear chris rock joke about this shit later on because you know it's coming I can't wait to hear Dave Chappelle joke about it because you know it's coming. <laughs> like, if you think this was going to help people not joke on your wife, I mean, maybe because now you the joke. So mission accomplished, Will. So we, we all know who has the dick in your house. It ain't you. So first of all, once again, I need to correct you as well. It was not the Asian one he came in with. It was Morpheus. So now you I'm, a, I'm, boy. I'm a disagree. I'm I, a disagree. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, man. She had she had on the 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 thing and everything. See, the Asian one had a hoodie. She had a hoodie. She had the joint like Morpheus be wearing. Y'all cold. I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> I, I, I'm just letting you know that Morpheus wasn't capable of looking at somebody and removing the manhood out of them like she just did <laughs> yeah like she the ancient one can do that <laughs> <laughs> you take your soul <laughs> i mean so all right before we get to the the comments because the comments are blowing up right now which is awesome i'll say this You couldn't have talked about this. You couldn't wait it and got to the back and talked to this man about how this joke affected you. Number one, number two. Of course, we've heard the whole what would Tupac could do. First of all, Tupac wouldn't have slapped him. If if Tupac would have walked up and did anything, he would not have slapped him. He would have punched him. So, right there, you know, when I hear comments debitching you, I think of Will Smith. Because you slapped him? You slapped another man? Like, who slaps who slaps another man? Black, white, Puerto Rican agent. Unless you go, good day, sir. I mean, who slaps another man? About I don't know anybody. Him, about to challenge him to a duel. Yeah, and then when you slap a dude, you slap him with your glove, not your hand. Like, and you hit with, let's be real. He went way back. Like he was putting some power behind it. And then on top of that, Chris Rock just backed up two, three steps, looked at his jaw, was like, yo, we still here, what? Which made your slap maybe a bigger bitch than you. So, look, all I'm going to say to it is, I ain't appreciate, I mean, yeah, he got, he was laughing. He looked at his wife. His wife was like, I knew I should have fucking married Tupac. Oh, hell no. I got to do something about this. Instead of punching him in the face, which is what... Look, if you're going to go up there 
and you're going to attack a man. I don't know any one-on-one fight where you slap somebody in the face. I don't get it. I I don't fight, but I know I ain't going to slap nobody. I'm, I'm not slapping a man. I'm going to punch his ass. And he went back like he was about to give him the left hand of fellowship. And he slapped him. So, like, to me, and then on top of that, Chris Rock no-sold that shit and made you look even more like a bitch. So, I think the, the, the I think everybody's saying pretty much, Chris, I mean, Will Smith, you a bitch. Sorry, you're in a horrible relationship. It ain't our fault. And I heard um, KB Yako say they just stopped, uh, they just put uh, Bad Boys 4 on hold. Now that's affecting me, man. What are you doing? Your life should not be affecting me. Did you really want to see Bad Boys 4? I love Bad Boys 3. I thought Bad Boys 3 was really good. I realize I that, but do you really want to see it, though? I do now. Well. I hope they replace Will just because. I think I think he needs a new partner. So when it's all said and done, you know, you're trying to... I, I understand. Look, man, when you mess up money, mess up your money. But don't mess up my viewing pleasure. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, his wife's crazy. He's a bitch. And, yeah. I mean, Tony Rock has already said that, you know, you slap my brother. I know, like, ten dudes who might come after you. But, whatever. Hey, it's whatever. They've already started the joking process on Will Smith. Will he recover? Yes. But everything's coming from Overbrook Entertainment. Why? He owns that. Nobody else ain't doing nothing. I mean, so, for, for, first of all, he's going to recover be, because of his crossover appeal. Like that—that's actually going to help him recover. Because in in the black community, it's which is very divided on this in, issue, which is kind of ridiculous to me. Yeah, but but there's a half of the second of black community that basically just is like. You a goofy ass nigga. That's pretty much how Will Smith is viewed by half of the community. Just like, yo, you just that's you're Will fucking Smith, man. You don't you don't have to you don't have to be in this abusive relationship, man. Not at all. Not at all. And I'd like to say one more thing before we move on. Look. What are we teaching the kids? What do we teach the kids out here? That if a dude says something wrong about your a comedian who gets paid to be funny says something wrong about your wife, you can just get up at any comedy club and go assault them? No. You can't do that. And you quit. I mean, I guess you left the academy or whatever. Who cares? Nobody cares. I mean, you know, you deserve what you get. And furthermore, you the dumbass, you still with that woman. So... Hey man, I ain't trying to do personal attacks about the man's relationship because I don't like I ain't on the inside. If it worked for them, it worked for them. You're right. You're right. My bad. You with her. Yeah, you chose that. Yeah, that's on you, and you gotta earn that. And if that's hey man, if that's how you show how you love her, just keep that shit away from me. That's all I got to say. And one more thing, all these people out here who putting these memes and stuff about. When the black man came to him after he did this, 
healing not nah, that that's not healing that's stupidity and what they should have said and i know they didn't somebody one of them should have said i told you to leave that chick but we that's that's whatever we know that didn't happen and we're gonna move on um i will say this i, w- I will put this 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 might be the post of the show yep will reach back like he wants somebody to power his hand <laughs> we guess <laughs> I mean, so he did look like hi you can but you know it did happen so he f that guy man f that guy and and now i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna watch bel-air his tv show because the more i see it it makes him look even more weak so because god knows it all i felt like they've over emasculated um carlton already so i'm just kind of done with it all right rise and shine what we got ag what we got (laughs) well we got redlining and i maybe you have heard the term before maybe not um but moby has said this many times policy is the key to keep people down he didn't say it just like that way but basically that's what he's saying it's always true so, redlining is a racial div- divisive tool to keep minorities, by and large, in a certain section of town due to policy-driven housing discrimination. So, like, if you're my age, maybe like 55, 56, or whatever, whatever, or younger, you spend a lot of time in the suburbs, or maybe all of your life in the suburbs, you don't really, you don't really see housing discrimination the way people that are looking from the outside in. Because I know it was hard for me to see because I was in. And I was like, well, I didn't really see the problem. My mom, my mom and dad had a job. They, you know, they pulled their money together. They paid the mortgage. We stayed, whatever. It's not that simple. So, like, taking it back, here's the thing. In the South, you know, the things that were going on here, you know, Jim Crow and all these things that were happening or whatever it was, you know, it was, it was obvious. But in the North, it was really different because they didn't have the numbers as far as how many black people they had to try to keep down. It just, the numbers just weren't there. So, you know, by default, the North looks really good. And that's why black people made that, that pilgrimage almost to the North. So you have this influx of black people that have all of a sudden arrived in the North. So now the North has a black people problem. They got a brown people problem. They have a foreign born problem. So what did they do? They put policies in place to keep them at bay. So the 1934 Housing Act, which was under the New Deal, and if you don't know what the New Deal is and who instantiated it, that would be Franklin Delano Roosevelt. So when the Depression was happening, he was putting in all these policies to get us back on our feet. This is one of the things that he did. So the National the National Housing Act in 1934, under that, the Homeowners Loan Corporation was established, and that's where we have the the 30-year mortgage and the low interest rates that we still enjoy now. So that's the only reason why people can afford a house is because you don't have to come out your pocket, you know, between 50 and $3 million or whatever your house costs. You can just put a 30-year mortgage on it, use the bank's money, pay that monthly mortgage bill, and you're good. Well, those people took cities and divided it up into sections. Those sections were color-coded. So the green section was for the business people, like your, let's say your um, Elon Musk type people, your Bill Gates people. So they're in the green. After that, it was blue. So the people that worked for those people, the executives, white collar people, those were, that's where they lived. 
the yellow section was where my dad, y'all's dad, I'm sure, you know, uh, blue collar people were working, but they were all white, so they were still considered good. However, they were they were labeled as declining areas, but still good. So then there was, uh, and their their section was yellow. So then after that, it was red. Red line, and that's where red line comes from, because that section was always black, brown, and foreign born. So if you're a first generation immigrant, Puerto Rican, black, any of those, any, any kind of pigmentation, that's where you were. So in the paperwork that goes along with this, they designated those as high risk loans. So they felt like that these people were more inclined to default on a mortgage. Along with that, as whites moved to the suburbs, they were trying to go away, just like going to Mars, what we were saying uh, just 10 minutes ago. We're going to Mars trying to escape. Well, they went to the suburbs to do the same thing. So as white people are moving to the suburbs to get away from black, brown, and foreign-born, not only is the policy that I just told you instantiated already, so they already have an ethos already with this, then they came up with what they call covenants, which legally allowed them to say, you are not allowed to sell to any of these minority groups, especially Negroes. Well, I'm using the terminology that they used back then. So you have created these sections of town that can't be anything else because you have years and years and years and years of attitudes. And then you have years and years and years of policy and things don't get changed because even though in 1968 after Martin Luther King was shot they they instantiated the, uh, the Fair Housing Act it doesn't work if it's not enforced that's why people are always trying to sue but really black and brown don't really have money like that so how are you really going to sue? you don't so you end up living in the same place you're still living paying high rent or if you do get a loan the mortgages are high because the interest rates are higher and then sometimes you know rules don't change and they can still keep you from buying a house where you can actually afford to live so in closing if you were to go to any of the 955 MLK's boulevards or streets in this country and look on one side of it or the other I want you to see if you can see a difference because most of us aren't going to, you know, investigate this. And I get that. I didn't until lately. So I get that. So if you don't want to Google what I just said, because it's a bigger story than what I'm telling you now, I don't have all day and it would take all day. But like I said, it's 955 MLKs out there. Generally speaking, especially in your bigger cities, one side looks cool and the other side does not. And once you see it, You can't unsee it. So that's the rise and shine. Well, all right. I mean, AG be giving us this this knowledge, man. We need to make sure that we take this and do something good with it. Yo, I was trying, as you were saying, like the different zones, I was thinking of like sitcoms in my head to like match each zone. And when you got to like the the yellow zone, mm-hmm. like the <clears throat> all I kept thinking about was Roseanne. Yeah, exactly. 
That's exactly. And the reason, and the yeah. reason I think uh, the reason I make that distinction is because like everybody loves to point out like how Roseanne represented like the working class. You know, they hey they 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 were working class poor white people. Did you ever see the house in Roseanne? Like big ass house. Do do you know how how um good times would have loved that damn house exactly jj would have been dynamiting all over that motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> wow he ain't wrong he ain't wrong i mean and it, and it plays out and it plays out to the point to where it can't be untrue like you said if you in like cabrini greens in chicago and you compare that to where the connors were supposed to live in wisconsin that they're night and day White people's idea of poor is different from everybody else's. It just is. And it, it is no and that sometimes it's nobody's fault. It's just the way things are presented to you. But to deny that they are that way is ridiculous. That's a good point. Because I thought the Connors had a pretty decent house. Yeah, but people used to always talk about how, hey, Roseanne represents the the lower class white people. And I was like, man, them lower class white people look like they doing all right. Yeah, they out here buying restaurants and stuff because their boss is going to sell it. Buying restaurants? Dan had motorcycles. Yeah. He had his own motorcycle shop. I'm like, yo, y'all, y'all seem like y'all doing all right to me. Man, they had a backyard, dog. They had a backyard. Well, I'm just saying, anytime, you know, anytime James lost a job, it was a problem. The kids had separate rooms, you exactly. know. On good on good times, two of the boys were sleeping Sleep. in the living room. Pull out <laughs> the couch. Bed. Pull out bed. <laughs> I never saw the uh, Connors do anything with the couch other than sit on it, which is its function. I'm just letting you know, man. Every time something went down with the Connors, they bounced back being by being entrepreneurs. James is out here trying to find a third job. There's a difference. There's a difference in presentation, and that presentation is like subconsciously letting us know what's what. So he's right. He's absolutely right about that. Wow. All right. Good job. That's right. Black Morticia. I was laughing at the pull-out couch. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole bunch of jokes that can happen with that. We just gonna keep it moving. All right. Now, the critically acclaimed Foreign Affairs has returned. Foreign Affairs has returned. Can't wait for this one. Moby, <laughs> let's go. All let's right, man. Go. You know, typically I, I go with like crazy story and I, I almost went with a crazy story but I decided not not to I decided to go with like the origin of my disdainment towards this territory that claims to be a part of our country um US stops at Georgia it, it just always will as long as um politicians like DeSantos represent any place like any place that somebody like him represents can't be a part of the country that I want to claim that's that's just where my stance is on that if you don't like it fuck you it's my opinion it's just how I feel because anybody who signs a bill which has been nicknamed pretty much just don't say gay that's literally what the nickname for the bill is in Florida. If anybody does not understand what DeSantos just signed, he basically just signed a bill that says in, in school, from kindergarten to third grade, nobody can say 
anything that can represent sexual orientation. Now you might go, well, they're kindergarten through third grade. Why will we be talking about sexual orientation? I'm glad you didn't really ask because nobody's really talking to me. But the problem with that is it totally discriminates against people who might have same sex parents who might have same who might have a trans parent because they're not allowed to say oh your mommy and your mommy your daddy and your daddy they're not allowed to say that because that quote-unquote taints them and teaches them now kids can just focus on learning that's that's what that's what the republican argument is now kids can just focus on learning without having to all the minutia of sexual orientation first of all if you think we're scarring kindergarten first graders and second graders by explaining to them that joey over there has two dads at home no no you are the weak ass bitch that can't deal with it joey don't care like like the kids don't care about this type of stuff and by hiding it from them or making it evil to talk about all you're doing is creating more ignorant ass motherfuckers like you because if you just let kids be exposed to what's out there it's not really an issue so yeah u.s stops at georgia because apparently first graders aren't equipped to deal with the idea of sexual preference now i get it if you don't want your teachers to talk about sex to kindergarten through third grader makes perfect sense but to not acknowledge or be able to acknowledge like if they have an older sibling or aunt or cousin who may be trans or homosexual what do we how how is this part of our fucking country still i ruben go ahead man i just i just have a question i mean because like so do the kids get in trouble if they say when they, when they talk about their parents and they yeah my two daddies basically if the teacher acknowledges it they can be sued by parents but if the kid has two daddies what are they supposed to say nothing so you Absolutely can't, you can't not. You can't acknowledge that you have parents at all if you have a same sex same sex parents. The, pretty much. Then how are you gonna get your permission slip signed? <laughs> I mean, I'm being honest. I'm being for real. I, how do you get look, a permission look, slip signed when I, you have to I, say? I don't. I don't get the law. Wow. Okay. And, and they're I mean, being they're being sued right now. Well, they're being sued right now by many groups right now because they say this is clearly discriminatory against the entire alphabet community but i, I guess and i say I, alphabet community i know people don't like it when i say that but i i only say alphabet community because i feel like letters get added all the time and i just don't want to leave one out so y'all know who i'm talking about <laughs> that's true that's real too don't even trip. <laughs> because so, I, but, I stop at ai and then i add plus so. <laughs> just saying i guess my it's because it sounds like the bill is saying you know, you can't talk about sexual orientation in schools. Well, I guess my question is, kindergarten through third grade, 
what type of sexual orientation would they be talking about anyway? Well, don't don't make make no mistake about it, man. It's like some of these young kids, because of uh, being exposed through devices or TV or whatever it is, they kind they they hip to this. They already no, know what no, time it is. No, no. I guess what I'm saying is, it sounds like the teachers can't teach in situations about that. They and can't. I'm, and but what I'm saying is, kindergarten through third grade, what part of their teaching? has to do with sexual orientation it could be anything the whole thing well what i see in it is it's innocuous until it's not like we talk about stuff or whatever it is and we're just talking but if somebody came to us and said you can't talk about fill in the blank you would figure out how important fill in the blank is and you would have to find ways around it to say the same thing or maybe you couldn't say it at all that's what the bill is saying to me that's what i got from what moby said because like i said before it's like johnny did you get your permission slip signed yeah my dad signed it but then after you say that can you say anything else but why would you uh, but i guess why wouldn't you say johnny did your parents sign your permission slip you might be, but what i'm trying but that's to tell not you, oh i understand what you're saying but I don't know. It just seems like so, so, a, Ruben, it so seems here, like here, a law that's created for nothing. Yeah, exactly. So, Ruben, here's an example of a conversation that can't happen. So, let's say we're going to keep with this Johnny theme. Let's say Johnny has an uncle who just married another man. Johnny comes to school and says, "Yes, my uncle Joe just married um, now my uncle Tommy." He he really can't have that conversation now. Period. Like the teacher has to say, "Hey, we can't talk about that." And the other thing too, I see is very powerful. Is if you, it's almost like if you start them young, you are already sewing fabric that's that's not cool. And that's exactly what I said. It's like the law is created to create more ignorant ass motherfuckers who somehow think that talking about sexual orientation so so for for centuries homosexuality has been around forever it was not talked about yet there were still homosexuals so for people who feel like if we just don't talk about it they'll never like it's we really have people out there that think people learn how to be gay and apparently the way they learn how to be gay is somebody talked about it like like hey don't talk about somebody being gay because they might mess around and catch it well it's almost like if you if you change uh, gay and for mental illness we don't well, talk for about a long time here. ago for a long time it was considered one that well well it's the same thing, <laughs> the same so, thing. if we don't talk about it then it's not real so I, what was that show on hbo that lasted like five seasons and it was about it was in the past and dragons and all that shit you mean game of thrones yeah so i guess game of thrones is not something that people look at the house because i mean was it if i'm correct it's i like, don't know if i'd want my kindergarten through third grade or watching game yeah, of that's thrones pretty hardcore. <laughs> bro, a lot of questions bro. coming from master from that and i'm gonna sit here and tell you that I'm not You're saying right. that some, I'm not saying that somebody hadn't. 
I'm just saying I don't think that would be recommended viewing for that age group. Well, it's not, but don't think they ain't watching it. Well, I'm just letting you know, man. When when laws like this are signed, usually first of all, usually they're signed back channel because you don't want people to know what you're doing. But generally speaking, laws like this that seem like it's like nothing in five years blow up to be something. And now you have it's a gateway law, right? That's what it's, it's exactly. A there you law. go. That was the that was a phrase I was trying to figure out. I couldn't think of it. But ah. five years from now, it's going to mean something. But it's too late because the basis of everything that's built on top of it is 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 legit. And yeah, now you're and, you, you're and, done. And this is what the quote that this bitch ass motherfucker DeSanto said. Um. We will make sure parents can send their kids to school to get an education, not an indoctrination. So so apparently just the mere mention of I don't know, anybody in a same sex relationship or I guess just anybody in a relationship in general, since it's just said sexual orientation in general, so we can't even talk about heterosexuality. So I mean, can they, can they not say husband and wife? I mean, because that's, well, that's... But remember, this is only for public schools because, you know, if you go to a private Catholic school, they talk about things like this, but you pay for that. <laughs> if, if this was... If, this, if my private school wanted to put this, that's fine because I have the option. I'm paying for that. So I can choose to do that or not do it. Public yeah. schools, no, not cool. Well, and then the, the president of the Florida Education Association Union said the law is politically motivated because, you know, these schools don't teach about these subjects and have state curriculum standards guiding classroom lessons. And that's why my first question was like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't know what, for, yeah, I didn't know what kindergarten through third grade curriculum was going to be like yeah. hey we're going to talk about the gays today <laughs> but I see I see some problems like and this is somebody that's taken a grain of truth and built something on it which makes it a oh, yeah. half truth but hello supreme court well I mean you can't, <laughs> you can't be protesting you can't there are so many things that are harder to do for the LGBTQAI plus community, because in Florida you can't talk about it. Now I know this is I know this is for grade schoolers, kindergarten and grade school is two third grade. But what I'm saying is, if I'm a lawyer worth my salt, I can set precedent after precedent after precedent with this, and it make would. it hard for said parents that can't be mentioned, like this yep. is Harry fucking Potter. I can it's give them like a hard way to go. It's a gateway bill. It, it, was, it was just that's all it is it's a gateway bill to try to lead to more things yep. and but see it's but too late I, that's why yeah, they're suing I, that's why they're suing out because somebody on their side was smart enough to see this well and then what's gonna happen is it's gonna eventually go to the supreme court and they're gonna kill it so it's just well we don't you know got more just, fa- you got more faith in that conservative supreme court than than i do yeah, sir. exactly well, but i'll say this the interesting part about our quote unquote conservative supreme court They've done, they've followed the law pretty well so far. I, I don't feel like they've done anything so crass or so crazy, whereas, like, I can't believe y'all let this happen. They've been pretty much on the line. You know, you may have one or two who vote for certain things, 
but as a whole there's been a lot of stuff craziness they they have stopped and they're just like i mean yeah man you, you can't do that <laughs> so like well i mean i hope you you're know. right i hope you're right but yeah this is so. going all the way up to the supreme court you you can go ahead and cash that in for for 2023 you know that's this this is going that far and so. and, and on a lighter note because because i don't i don't want to just talk about foreign affairs and i always sound like i'm being like super negative about the territory of florida like so you know we always have you see those commercials where um you know it's it's, it's always white people advertising for it too <laughs> but they're always like given to third world countries you know for like this for this many cents a day you can feed somebody like so the great state of kentucky decided like the kids in kentucky decided hey man these people in florida they live in florida so they ain't got shit to look forward to so these kids during the blizzard that they got in january mail the students in florida a snowman because they knew kids in florida had never seen a snowman like i thought that was like super touching man like kids are awesome so they mailed a snowman they they mailed the snowman they wrapped it in an aluminum foil filled the packaging with ice and mailed it and, and the students in florida actually got to unwrap a snowman see florida i don't hate you kentucky sent y'all some snow man and, and not the kind you sniff which i know <laughs> a lot of people in florida probably assumed when i said snow talking about that white powdery stuff no no not the stuff you snort just actual snow it's cold you know kids like to play in it you know in in places that are part of our country not florida because u.s stops at georgia and that's it that's all i got i just didn't want it to be like me ragging on florida about them being florida man that's dumb as hell man (laughs) You can say it's dumb as hell, man, but I think it's kind of cute that kids in Kentucky was like, hey, Florida, these Florida kids have never seen snow. We got a shit ton of it right now. We're going to mail you some snow. Whatever. I got nothing. I mean, it's, it's just <laughs> whatever, man. I mean, I'm going to let you have that one, and I'm just going to... I'm going to turn the other cheek on that one, because... I'm sorry. So wait a minute. You mean to tell me if you if you was a kid in Florida, you had never actually seen real snow, and you like a third grade, second grade kid, and you open up a box and there's a big ass real snowman, you wouldn't be kind of like, yo, that's cool. Nah, I think it's a bombing or some shit. Nah, man, that's so dumb. Who paid for that? Does it matter? Like the the kids wanted to send another kid a snowman, man. Damn! Damn, man! <laughs> no, I just won't. I, I can't. I can't. No, that's dumb as hell. That's hey, man. But you know what? Like I said, I'm gonna let you have that. It's super sweet of kids. Whatever. Dumbass kid. Hey, you're screws, bro. I mean, I what else? Screwed, what else man. can they give Florida? Them kids in Kentucky was like, yo, some we intelligence. Might in, we might live in Kentucky, but. I mean, damn, we don't live in Florida, so let's Man, give him a snowman. We're smarter than you. We live in Kentucky. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
That's what he should have sent a card saying, look, man, we smarter than you. We live in Kentucky. Oh, All bad. Class. And have a whole bunch of X's on it. Bro, I don't, I don't believe you managed to find negativity in kids sending another kid a snowman. I just like, said, that's... <laughs> That's next level hate, man. man like, I, I, you, you, you are, you are the most diabolical hater <laughs> <laughs> this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> the force is strong in this one. All right, we'll move on. Oh, I'm a Grinch Rube now. That's what I'm talking about. Whatever. I'm not going to sit here and take this. <laughs> oh, you got to have to. It's shit. your show. I mean, I guess I do, but that's some dumbass shit. Whatever. You're like the minority. Like, look, nobody's saying it was smart. It's kids, man. <laughs> They're kids. Where's the adult room? Where's the adult room? That's all I'm saying. All right. Quick my five. Whew. Huh. Five, my five this week and once again if you're listening please join in uh, write down what you feel like your my five is five things you do to calm yourself down when you are highly agitated oh yeah I just did I just went through like three of them right there so five things that you do to calm yourself down when highly agitated AG what you got if I can walk away, walk away. Uh, take a drive. Take some time. Think of a solution or just talk it out. All right. Moby. Mel Rubin the Snowman. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. Um, okay. Talk to Ruben because, I mean, Ruben's hatred is always going to calm me down. <laughs> no man seriously man because like you 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 can make the most heartwarming story just 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 pure hatred for no damn reason man the kids man they just want to send a damn snowman where's the adult in the room continue the adult mailed it because the adult looked at the kids and was like man that's cute these kids want to give to other kids like bro i just i that's 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 some of your best hate work ever, man. I know we're on the my five, but honestly, dog, you hating on the kids like that, like honestly, that's like the equivalent of like walking up and smacking somebody's puppy, like for no wow. damn reason. <laughs> wow, you kicking first dogs, Ruben? First of all, I would never put my hand on a puppy's face. I might kick it, but I would put my hand in their face. Oh, so you won't slap me, but you'll shit. definitely break ribs, right? I mean. I wow, would never bro. kick puppies. All right, all right, five, all right I'll, I'll get to the my five. I'm Jesus sorry. Christ, that was God, seriously so harsh. I'm not read, that horrible. Read when I get agitated. Reading helps. Um, if I have the ability to um, take a long shower, because um, just being in a long shower just helps me clear my head. Um, three. This is gonna sound really really super sensitive for me but it's real talk to my wife and the reason that helps me because I'm not gonna really get to talk that much like as soon as I, I start to get into what's bothering me she gonna start talking and then you know now we now we're solving her issue 
And now, because because honestly, I feel better about solving other people's issues than my own. I think most people are like that, but you know, I'm copping out. <laughs> <laughs> she hits you with the question mark, dog. I mean, look. Ah, uh, that's funny. She thinks she agitates me, and really, it's just my piece. That's my piece. Like, <laughs> for um, have a conversation with my kids about anything, because listening to kids talk, and they're in the age now where they're they're really able to make sense, because they're ten and eleven. They they really can make sense. But you give them about five minutes of momentum and that shit will stop making sense after a while. And whatever was bothering you will just go away because. <laughs> oh my God. Have you ever had a conversation with a 10 year old? I'm not saying after, you're after wrong. a while, you'll funny. forget about whatever was bothering you because you're just I mean, like, how did we how did we get from where we started this conversation? To where we are right now yeah i agree there was no transition no, <laughs> no. and i remember because i just, the last woman i dated she had a child, a child young child then and i'm telling you man and the funny thing to me i would laugh at myself because i spend time trying to decipher what i just heard trying to make sense of it so he's exactly yeah. right about that and my last thing is bowling no matter how agitated i am i like bowling will always calm me down because i go on autopilot for bowling and it's something about the 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 repetitive motion of bowling and not having to think about it and still be pretty decent at it that that calms me got you awesome thank you thank you and of course uh, uh we all think male and snowman was a cute idea yeah okay then of course here comes Moco Cowboy. We, we 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 don't all think it apparently. Yeah. Appar- <laughs> apparently there's one diabolical hater that. <laughs> <laughs> my next my next my five top five we hate moments. And, and you, then, see, course, you see what KB I can say. KB I can say one through five. Oh God, y'all are hilarious. Ooh, when he got it, when he got that star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, I lost it. Oh, AG, I didn't tell you. What's up? Um, his favorite person, Blair Underwood, is now doing commercials for Richard Bland College. And he's saying, you know, just south of my hometown, Petersburg. So apparently, what happened? he's I from Petersburg now. Yeah, Richard Bland College money. paid him to be in that commercial. So now he's yeah. like, hey, Petersburg yeah. looking all right to me now. <laughs> yeah. Nobody else ain't doing shit for So him. everybody got a price? Everybody's got a price. Just like the million, man, the million dollar man said, <laughs> everybody's got a price. All right. So, my, my five. Um, when I get frustrated, I become quiet. I just, yeah, I can't do, deal with you right now. Um, and it, like AG said, I walk out if I can. If I, I roll out. I just, mm-mm. then if I can't roll out, I'll literally get on my phone and start playing whatever game is on my device and ignoring you the world and everybody else um back when i was younger i would put my sun sh- sunglasses on and really not pay attention to the world but as i grow older i feel like that's become a obvious um thought process and when you get older you can't be that obvious anymore um i clean not that i don't clean normally but like 
if I'm really frustrated about something, I'll just start washing dishes or stuff like by hand, not the dishwasher. It's kind of weird. Um, and then I, I, yeah, I learned around 2021 that I can hold a grudge like nobody's business. But I've done hold a, on, hold on. You didn't just learn that. No, Bruh. around 2021, yeah, I did. Honestly, you- no, I'm so serious. I'm so serious. I, I learned that I I can hold a grudge like nobody's business, and that's when I learned that part of myself. So, so were you the last to learn that about you? Yeah, because I'm sure I mean, a lot of people. Know. <laughs> nah, man, no, I wasn't like that when I was younger. You sure about that? I, I yeah, very sure about no, that. No, because sometimes, look, man, I'm not I'm not trying to be funny. Sometimes it, it takes a little while for us to become self aware. So when you were 21, 2021, you became self aware, but. Sometimes the people around us can see it already. Hey man, how long have you disliked Blair Underwood? Um, probably since I read that dumbass article. When was which that? I don't know how many years ago. I don't know. I don't know what part of my life I was in at that point. Because how I long have you been think... like Morris Chestnut? Well, I mean, see, Boys in Hood came out what ninety three. So these were indicators that you could hold a grudge for a long time because you don't even know these people, bro. But I was like twenty, <laughs> and like I was like twenty in like nineteen ninety two. It's it's a long story, but nah, man. I used to. I learned in my early twenties that I was not. I was not. I could get to a point in my my anger, and my frustration that I don't want nothing to do with you. I was never like that when I was younger. I just came into myself, I guess then so whatever um uh, yeah moco cowboy i can hold a grudge i've got a lot more pull over it now though i'm not your, your honorable mention should have been um kill kids dreams that's what you do when you're <laughs> agitated but you go kill some kids dream i don't kill kids dreams. <laughs> i'm just not about that life of being like you know what yeah let's mail a let's mail some water to somebody no just not about that um Bash kids for being cute. For being cute, I mean, if you deserve it, that's what it is. So, all right, Ag, what's on your mind, man? Just something I was thinking about, but I just want to say this: sometimes life is having to drop a deuce when you've just showered. However, it's gonna be okay. Just wipe and keep it moving. That's what I got. This is on my mind. Wow. Oh, shit is on your mind today. <laughs> All right. Sometimes you. I mean, I mean, for real. Think about it though. Sometimes you. That was shower. a gym. That was a gym. I'm just saying. You know, you're in the shower, you clean and whatnot, and then right <laughs> when you're drying yourself, it's like, oh, come on, man. But yo, it's gonna be okay. Just wipe and keep it moving. Famous world has. Yep, AG is a poet. That's right. <laughs> AG is a poet, and you ain't know it. <laughs> All right, Moby, what's on your mind? Because that rabbit hole. <laughs> I love your faces. You look it's priceless to your <laughs> Who, Moby? No, you. <laughs> what? I'm just. Nah, man, you're not just anything. <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't know which one you which you want me to say. <laughs> I can't. I can't right, do nothing right. with that. I can't do nothing with that, man. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that? But hey, you, go, hey, you, you know what? You gonna think about it? Clean, you gotta take a shit. Hey, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what I can do with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I can do with that. I just don't. 
And that's why I just decided, let's just move on. But see, your face, but your face is not moving on. I mean, <laughs> it's what it is, man. It's just what it is. Yo, you've been so distraught, like this whole show, man. Like between kids sending snowmen and and Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, like your face has just been all over the place. Man. I mean, you need to stop watching this, man, and hear my hear my words, man. Hear my words. Just all right, Moby. What's on your mind? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You uh, just seem so irritated with everything. Man. I am not irritated at all. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's okay. O- it's only okay. thing on my mind, man, is how much my f- best friend <laughs> hates <laughs> kids, man. Like, how do? You, how are you mad? I will never get over the fact that you just hated on the fact that these kids in Kentucky was trying to bring these third world country Florida kids <laughs> some joy by sending them some snowmen. <laughs> like, how'd you ruin that frozen moment for me, man? Like, I when I put that story out there, I'm like, hey, man, this is going to be my positive plug for Florida. Like, some people out here trying to help Florida out. And you basically was just like, man, F them kids. That was some dumb ass <laughs> shit. <laughs> why, did, why didn't that Kentucky teacher be like, what the fuck wrong with y'all? We ain't about to send no goddamn snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I know more black more teacher. Just wash your hands. Just wash your hands. That's what I'm trying to do. No nah, man, I, I ain't got nothing, man. Like, damn, that's that's some next level hate, man. Like, that's some that is some of your finest hate performance right there, boy. <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever. So, so you ain't got nothing? Nothing, man. I got nothing. Ooh. All right. So, it's on my mind tonight. Uh is hey, congrats to. The South Carolina Gamecocks, women Gamecocks. Yay! I guess Don Staley they, they, used to have a crush on her. Huh? You used to have a crush on Don Staley. Congratulations. Who? What? He used to have, a crush, used to have a crush Staley. on Don Staley. South Carolina's coach. Me. Oh, I was like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, it's dope. Uh, they won a national championship. They beat Connecticut. I mean, you know, good stuff. Appreciate you. Good job. Good season. They were number one at the beginning of the season. And they never wanted to end of the season. So, congrats. Um, shout out to that dunk by that Stanford young lady in the women's um, in the women's tournament. That, that was good stuff. It was a lot of good women's basketball tournament games. And, you know, if anything, I would say, like, if the NCAA can't find a way to make money off the women's tournament or women's sports in the future then they don't deserve no money because these ladies out here doing that work and the least you can do is put them in a position where money can be made on their behalf. I don't know what more they have to do for, you know, you to take them seriously. I just don't know. And if you don't know, then I can't effing help you. So... 
Ah, but it was a good, good women's basketball tournament. Good women's basketball season. I probably watched more of it than I ever thought I ever would. So that's good. But um, once again, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to, watching and listening to the Five Minute Warning. Whether you listen to it live, watch this live on Twitter. Twitter. I keep saying Twitter. On Twitch and YouTube and Facebook. Or you listen to the podcast um, when it's put out every Thursday or Friday, depending on you know what happens in the life. Um, definitely like and subscribe and also rate us when you listen to us on a podcast you know i would say that this is the first time i really said this listen to the podcast you know like us on social media and all that stuff but you know i think it's time that for those of you who don't listen to the podcast currently you know it's definitely worth it because there are some times where there may be some behind the scenes quote unquote production meeting um, additional things that we don't have time to talk about on the show or we choose to talk about it a little differently than we talk about on the show it's worth the listen and you know I would definitely say last episode episode 123 is one of them you know go back you know take a listen to the episode as well um, tell your friends tell your enemies just tell somebody once again like subscribe rate us you know hit us up on the uh, the social media and all that beautiful stuff as you see below um once again thank you for being with us in the five minute warning i'd like to thank once again agmob for being the partners in crime on this beautiful road of craziness and apparently ruben's hate um, hey man you think he hate up here man you got to hear the behind the scenes <laughs> would hate being full effect Ah, everybody's fair game. By the way, that's coming soon. I started work on that. uh, Everybody's fair game. Ruben hating on everybody: puppies, kittens, nuns, preachers. That's cold. (laughs) That is cold because I'm not the only one hating on that show. So I'm just gonna put it out there like that. But but nobody hate like you though. I mean, apparently not. On my best hate day, I I can't hold a candle to your worst hate day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, crazy. Um. I'm going to look at these last things before I go. The cold never bothered Elsa, but the snowman bothers Ruben. Thanks, Boko Cowboy. I feel good about you. Is Cody Rhodes any relation to Dusty? That's his son? That's his son. Um, wow. I'll talk okay. about that in a second. <laughs> Ruben's mine. F them kids. Look. Nah, man. Ruben likes the kids. We we appreciate children. But it is what it is on that. Uh, Cody Rhodes. Uh, that was, Cody Rhodes came back on WrestleMania last night. Um... I thought it was pretty awesome. Even though it was the worst kept secret ever, I just thought it was dope that they allowed him to use his own theme song and stuff. Even though you could tell it wasn't mixed worth a damn. Um, so hopefully they go back and and get that remixed so it sounds a lot better. It, it sounded like ass at, at the stadium compared to everything else that WWE does. So clearly they were probably at a 64. Um kbs instead of at a 128 um logan paul i thought that was hilarious the miz is a real heel when he um uh skull skull um he hit logan paul with his fish after they had won a match i thought that was actually super dope um <laughs> ruben dre f from va nah ruben f them minute section 
What? I don't know. I, th- what that is. I, th- I think she just gave you a segment. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Ruben, after a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I have learned is it is much harder to prepare hate than it is for it just to roll off in the middle of things. Like, I can sit here and think about all the stuff I hate it, but it's not going to be any good. However, you know, if it comes out a little bit more organic, his hate, his hate need to be fluid. Fluid. <laughs> you, you can't tame that hate. We, we can't rein this hate in. Oh, my um, goodness. Untrained hate. <laughs> but we appreciate everybody watching and listening today. Sorry it's a little bit over. Um, but, it, you know, after the relationship situation, you know, we came back with what we what we normally do. And, you know, we'll be better next week for it. Um, once again, thank everybody. Moby, AG, you know, follow us, listen to the podcast, all that beautiful stuff. We will be back with you next Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, just tell somebody. Good night. God bless. Peace, love, and soul. Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5 Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast, at Nugeman25, at FMW2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby 5 Minute Warning, AG underscore 5 Minute Warning, Nugeman25. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of The Five Minute Warning.